Welcome to Serious Faith, a podcast exploring the gospel story by story to discover the way of Jesus. Welcome back, everybody. It has been a minute. We're at Serious Faith. My goodness. Uh, we took a few months off, and it's been good. Uh, in the few months we've taken off, we have launched a church. Um, we've, I've been working on mission stuff and uh, overseas, and man, it's just it's been good. It was good to take some time off, but I am glad to be back. Uh, I'll be honest, by the end of last season, uh, I was running out of steam and uh, kind of just cranking them out because we were so close to done. And uh, <clears throat> But I've got some renewed energy now, and... Uh, feeling good and honestly looking forward to getting back into this. And so, uh, if you remember, Serious Faith, we go story by story through the through the, through the the Bible. And um, specifically, we had started in the Gospels. In fact, our nice little intro that you heard already talks about being in the Gospels story by story. Uh, so I was praying over which Gospel to go to next, because we did John last season. And um, I kind of thought for a minute we might do Luke. And But the more I prayed, I was really stuck on Hebrews, which sounds funny because Hebrews is not a gospel. (laughs) So we start this podcast and we say, we're going to have story by story through the gospels. And then I come and I say, actually, we're going to do Hebrews. So I thought, well, I can't do that. It's got to be a gospel. I said, I'm going to do a gospel. But the thing is, the more I prayed and the more I, uh, the more I, I sat on this, it just always was Hebrews. I don't know why. It just always came back to Hebrews. Uh, so guess what we're going to do? We're going to do Hebrews. I know it's not a gospel, and that's okay. Um, you're just going to have to live with the inconsistency of the fact that our intro says we're exploring the gospels, and we're really not. Uh, but the Hebrews really functions as a great uh, faith and theology source for us. In fact, I would say that of the books of the New Testament that give us our theology and what makes uh, what summarizes our faith and our beliefs best. I would say you've got Romans as number one and Hebrews probably as number two. Uh, it just does a great job of summarizing the things we believe. It, it speaks to Jesus. It speaks to faith. It speaks to life in God's kingdom. There's so much contained in Hebrews. And so I'm really excited to jump in. And so this first week, uh, we're going to use it as an introductory week for the book of Hebrews. And uh, then we'll jump in starting next week, uh, going section by section through my Bible, which uh, is my uh, Wesley Study Bible. It's in the Common English Version, Common English Bible. Um, It's got John Wesley's study notes in it um, based on his work. And if you've been around a minute, you know I'm a huge fan of Wesley. Uh, So... So we're just going to jump into the book of Hebrews. Uh, Book of Hebrews, here's the greatest thing in the background of this book. Uh, I say the greatest. Some of you will think this is the worst. Um, We really do not know who wrote Hebrews. Uh, the, The reason that this is different is because most of the books of Scripture, most of the Bible, we have a pretty solid idea of who wrote it. We either have... Like, 100%, we know who wrote it because, like they said, they wrote their name in it. I wrote it, right? A lot of Paul's letters, for example, in the New Testament 
all start with I, Paul, and, and then go from there. Um, but Hebrews is a little bit different in that there is not a directly stated author or purpose. Um, you know, for example, when Luke wrote his books, uh, Luke and Acts, he actually put in there, you know, that his purpose was he's writing this letter to Theophilus, and, and he just puts it up there right up front. Hebrews doesn't do that. Uh, if anything, Hebrews skips the pleasantries and jumps straight into the theology, which is fantastic. Uh, it's, it's like uh, you don't get any of the fluff that you would get in the sermon or in a letter that you wrote to somebody. You know, Paul's letters sometimes are like, you know, this was great. And, I, and not that it's fluff by any means. Don't mishear me there. But it's the stuff that doesn't necessarily hold like super deep theological things. You know, it's Paul's comments at the end of his letters where it says, you know, Timothy says hi. <laughs> you know, uh, you don't get a ton of that with Hebrews. There's a little bit of it at the end. But on the front side, there's none. It just dives right in. So here's, here's where the debate lies. Um, for the first, oh man, centuries, until the 1800s, uh, it was believed that Paul wrote this letter, that this was another one of Paul's letters. Um, but then it began to be questioned. And really, it was questioned before then as well, but the church kind of widely, church tradition had accepted that Paul wrote this, um, although they held that kind of loosely. So I want to I wanna offer up in this first episode, here's some things some reasons why it could be Paul and why it couldn't be Paul, and then who else they think may have either written or had a part in, in what's going on here. And so I want to share this not to convince you of this is or is not Paul. I want to share this just so that you understand how complex this kind of stuff with Scripture is uh, before we get into more of the life application type stuff that this podcast normally talks through. So, as I said... Let's start with the reasons why it could be Paul. Uh, the first is that church tradition has held for many years, until the 1800s, that it was Paul. It was kind of the universally held belief. And um, now, church tradition does not necessarily mean that it is Paul, uh, because by all means, the church has done things in their history that surely we look back on and regret. Uh, but you have to admit that if, if the church for 1,800 years felt that it was Paul, there's got to be at least some sort of credence to that, right? They don't just hold that because they hold that, all right? They have a reason for that. Um, the uh, The other reason that that, they, that this could definitely be Paul is that uh, in Peter's letters, when Peter writes in 2 Peter 3.15, he actually quotes, because he's writing here to uh, the Hebrews, the Jewish people, right? The Jewish people are the Hebrews. And Peter, in his letter, 2 Peter 3.15, he mentions that Paul has already written to this same group of people. And so you have this instance where Peter Peter basically says straight up that Paul already wrote to them. <laughs> you know, Paul's already written to all of you. So so there is kind of a connotation here that even if, if Hebrews isn't written by Paul, Paul did at least write to the Jewish people at some point. However, if you're somebody who believes that Paul wrote this book, this could be the very book that Peter is quoting here. The other thing, and the more important pieces are this. The theology from Hebrews is consistent with Paul's theology. The, the beliefs that are shared in Hebrews are consistent with the rest of Paul's work on where Paul stands theologically. Especially in that there is a huge focus on faith alone for salvation. Paul was huge on this. And... And in fact, there's a little bit of debate within the New Testament between the writers uh, 
because uh, you've got Paul, who's like faith alone, faith alone, faith alone. And then you've got James, who comes along and says, faith without works is dead. That you can say you have faith, but if you haven't done something about it, you don't have faith. And that motif of faith alone from Paul, that is in the rest of his letters, is also found here in Hebrews. And so that's really the biggest piece to this puzzle of why somebody would believe that Paul wrote this letter, is that the theology is consistent. Uh, there is there's another minor piece. Uh, you know, the book mentions Timothy, and in all the the works of the of the New Testament, Timothy is only ever mentioned with Paul. <laughs> so, the fact that it mentions Timothy at all does also lean toward Paul being the author. However, there are also plenty of uh, pieces here that would lean toward Paul not being the writer. Uh, some of them are logistical. So, for example, as I mentioned earlier, the book of Hebrews does not start with a greeting. It does not start with any sort of uh, salutation or welcome. It just jumps right in, right? In fact, the very first line, it says, In the past, God spoke through the prophets to our ancestors in many times in many ways. Right? He just jumps right in. God spoke, and I think we all can guess where he's going with that. Jesus is the answer, right? But there's no greeting. And every single one of Paul's other letters has a salutation of some kind. The other thing is, in Paul's salutation, Paul didn't write anything else anonymously. Everything else Paul wrote, it was, hey, I'm Paul. <laughs> this is Paul writing to you, right? Uh, in fact, one of my favorite quotes in Paul's letters is at one point Paul actually writes, and he says, you know, I'm writing to you in my own hand. See what large letters I use. <laughs> it's just, it's the funniest little tidbit, you know, of like, it's me. So Paul doesn't write anonymously, and yet this letter to the Hebrews is anonymous. There's no name signed to it. The other piece is that the writing itself, uh, first of all, it's too, it's too sophisticated. Uh, Paul specifically notes in another letter that he does not write in super fancy lingo or really deep theological wording. He is writing to the common folk. He's writing to people to, to help them understand the faith and he purposefully would not write sophisticated. He, he says that. And yet this writing in the, in the original language is so eloquent and so well done. And, and honestly, even in the English, it's hard probably to capture in English the full complexity of the writing. But it's super sophisticated, which is not normal for Paul's writing. The other thing is that when it makes quotes in the book of Hebrews, it's quoting from the Greek versions. Uh, and in every one of Paul's other letters, he exclusively quotes from the Hebrew version. Because Paul, if you remember, was a Pharisee and had his training in the original stuff, which would have been Hebrew. But the quotes that they make in the book of Hebrews um, are all from the Greek. And so that's a, an inconsistency as well in the writing. The final piece that I would offer up too is that uh, in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 3, uh, the writer sort of lists a like pecking order of how faith came to people. Uh, he, he says that it was announced first through the Lord, and then uh, and then to those who heard him, right? And then they confirmed it to others, such as me, <laughs> right? That Like that phrase, right? So the author includes themselves not as one of those original disciples or apostles, but as kind of the next generation after the original apostles. Well, the thing is, Paul in most of his other writing would not consider himself one of those like third wave type people. Right? Paul considered himself as one of the apostles, one of the, uh, you know, he shared a seat at the table with Peter and John and the other disciples. 
uh, in the early church. So it's pretty doubtful Paul would have written that he was a part of the third wave, that, that somebody else had told him the Gospels. And, and Paul's story honestly lines up with him being in that kind of that first or second wave um, because Jesus does literally appear to him on a road. He blinds him and speaks to him. He gets it straight from Jesus, right? So, so you can see how this would get confusing, right? Because there are things that are like, man, that really does lean toward Paul, and there are things that really don't lean toward Paul. So then it leaves us with the with the great question, which is, who else could it have been, right? If it's not Paul, who wrote this thing? Well, let me offer up some common ones. Um, the most common one and the most um, realistic one, from what I can tell, uh, is that this is actually a sermon of Paul, right? So he's probably speaking in the synagogue somewhere. Or, um, but it's Paul's sermon, but transcribed by Luke, right? So that would explain why it has the same, the right theology, the faith alone focus, mentioning of Timothy, um, you know, all of that stuff. But Luke is the one writing it. Luke is much more technical in his writing, much more eloquent. He's much more, um, you know, he's a doctor, right? Like he's, he's a smart dude. And Paul's smart too. But Luke did not specifically state he was writing down so that people would understand him. Luke wrote in his own style. And so this could have been Paul's sermon, but transcribed by Luke. The other thing it could have been, uh, Martin Luther famously suggested it was Apollos, uh, which I guess is possible, but there's not a ton of proof. Um, the other suggestion would uh, be like Barnabas um, or possibly Silas. Essentially, they're looking for somebody who was mentored by Paul and who, had a, who would have had a similar theology and background as Paul. Um, but none of this, none of this has a whole lot of credence. None of it, you can't back it up. You can't compare it. We don't have writings from Barnabas and Saul or Barnabas and Silas and Apollos. We don't have it to compare it to like we do with Paul. And so there's no way for us to really confirm, um, which is why I would tend to think that if it isn't Paul, it's maybe it, I kind of like the idea of Paul's sermon being transcribed by Luke because it meets, it ticks off some of these boxes that we, that we, um, some of these complications, I should say. So, do I know that for sure? I don't. Um, to me, uh, to me, either of those would make sense, whether it's Paul or Paul's sermon transcribed by somebody else. Either of those make sense to me. Um, or for all I know, it could be somebody else. What's important in, this, in the book of Hebrews is not necessarily who wrote it, but that the theology is consistent with Scripture. The things written here are perfectly in sync with the things of the rest of Scripture. And that was really one of the criteria they used to decide what was Scripture. So... Uh, so that's really the important piece to remember as we jump into Hebrews starting next week. Um, you know, the author stuff is fun, and that's why I spent this week talking about it, because there aren't many books in the Bible that we get to have those kinds of conversations. Um, but it is, at the end of the day, not nearly as relevant to us as how do we live out what we're going to read in Hebrews. And so we're going to start that next week. We're going to start reading Hebrews. And uh, it was chapter 1, verse 1. Uh, it looks like 1 through 4 is the first heading in my Bible. So... Uh, so if you want to keep up each week, of course, I will uh, read them to you. If you're new to the podcast, um, I welcome you. I read the scripture, and then we just dive in, and, and I talk through it. Um, I'm hoping to have a few more guests this year and and bring on some people to, to chit-chat with me as well, so it's not just me on here. Um, but we are still trying to keep them short. So um, until next week, I'll see you.